I don't know if we're still on the same live stream or not, but of course, we're down. We're down again. We're down again. Um, let's see. I think I think we're still on the same live, right? Thank God. We still on the same live? We didn't start over, right? Same live stream? This isn't Verizon yet. I gotta set it up. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, we're, what were we talking about? We're still on the same live, right? Okay, same live. Vince was talking about... Williams in the ninth yeah. round. Yeah, so... Obviously, I'm thinking round value. That's the only way that becomes a question. Thanks. Yeah, so DK in round five... Hey, what's happening, fellas? Uh, Vince from Tampa. DK in round five is still very, very good. It's so good that... Because it's a keeper league, you're talking about it really being the sixth round or seventh round. Like, so if you get that fifth rounder and you keep Mike Williams in ten and you get the fifth rounder back, who's going to be there in the fifth round? It's not going to be fifth round guys. It'll be sixth or seventh round guys. So give me DK all day long. Look, DK is second round capable, trapped in a third and a half to four and a half round value, which is phenomenal if you can get him at three and a half to four and a half round value. You're getting him at five. I take it all day. I like Mike Williams, but guess what? You could draft Mike Williams back a lot easier than you can draft back DK. That usually tells you who your keeper should be. Who, who Who's more likely for you to draft back? Give me DK. Thank you, Vincent. Tariq, like, hey, hit the like button. Wipe your feet. ongoing on an emergency live stream for Deshaun Watson, being that all but four of his cases have been settled. Uh, do you think at one point is that nothing going to come down on him, giving him any kind of suspension, if any, and the duration of it based on him settling all but four cases? Yeah, like we said at the beginning of the show, I, I hammered it home at the beginning. Um, four cases is still a lot. And it doesn't, even though it sounds nicer and it really is better, it's still career ending if they were to go the distance and him be, be found guilty of. You know, if any of those two new ones or if there's those other two get filed, then those four total new cases, if any of them were to go back to the criminal track and get looked at by the DA because those are two new cases plus potentially two more new cases, um, that evidence is different. So the DA would look at it differently. It's not like they, they've you know ruled out all criminal. Like when a new case comes up, it's subject to criminal a criminal look, a gloss over. So they're going to look at it. Um, I mean, I don't think anything's really changed. Four cases, six cases, ten. I mean, does anybody think this won't grow to double digit again? Does anybody think the four cases currently won't be ten by August 1? Does anybody truly believe that anybody out there that's been holding back, like the two people supposedly coming forward and the two people that made it from 22 to 24, they watched the HBO HBO special? Do you think that of the 60 to 100 people this po- this situation po- possibly impacted, does anybody in here think that this can't grow from 4 to 10 by August 1? Because people are watching him settle. And so now they're like, I could settle. I was involved in something like this. I didn't want to come forward, but I just saw them get uh, you know 200 grand or whatever. 100 grand, we don't know what the details. I'm sure they'll get leaked. And once people start kind of getting an idea of what potential money they could be passing over, it's going to grow. Like, you're you're living in la-la land. You're living in a fairy tale world. 
if you believe this four won't grow to at least eight to ten by August one, things are not yet necessarily better yet at all. Hey, Smitty, it's Tariq. How's it going? Uh, just heard a report somewhere that Rob Gronkowski is set to retire. If, in fact, that he is retiring, uh, what's Tom Brady's quarterback outlook going to be for 2022? Does this make Mike Evans a top five to seven wide receiver? And what's Russell Gage's outlook going to look like? Uh, where do you see the pass distribution going to go to 2022 Bucks offense? Do you think Rashad White might play a factor? Thanks, pal. Thank you for the super... Terry in the house. What's up, Terry? Um, yeah, Rashad White to the moon, no matter what. To the moon. Um, Mike Evans. To the moon. Tom Brady. Not not great news for Tom Brady to to lose Gronk, but again, we we all think Gronk's coming back. It's a matter of how many games he sits out. You know, does he sit out even one game? Who knows? Um, it sounded like Gronk was gonna try and talk Tom into coming back. <laughs> Tom comes back, and now he's got to talk Gronk into coming back, and it's like. Around and around we go. I don't know if it's great for Evans more so than before. He Tom's still going to target him. I don't know that Gronk was going to command a massive amount of yardage. But the touchdown opportunities, Mike Evans is Tom Brady's most trusted touchdown target guy. So, yeah, I mean, maybe Evans is a good turn 25-26 overall wide receiver now, whereas I felt like it was a little early, you know, a day ago. But I feel like now, instead of 3.5, he felt great at 3.5. Again, me not liking a player like even Barkley. I don't like Barkley at 24 and 25 overall. That's me. You do what you want. That's me. I like him at 3.7, 3.6. Barkley's pretty good there. There's a lot of baked-in risk, in my opinion, at that area where you're close to that fourth round pick it's not like you're far apart or anything you're it's very close and tight and i'm okay with barkley at 3.6 i'm okay with mike evans his sweet spot was 3.5 maybe maybe the touchdown targets that he's going to now be subject to that may have gone the direction of gronk and it's not a ton it's just it's just another reason to love him uh i think maybe he could be worthy of the 25 overall pick I think he could. Silver, Rapture, Vamp, Blackbeard, all dropping super chats at the same time. And Kenny, look at this. And Pearson. It's all, look at everyone's throwing in the internet fund. Um, we got the Verizon modem. We got to set it up and try it out because I thought, okay, maybe we're we're in the clear here. <laughs> maybe we're in the clear. I almost want to run both of the internet, you know, because they're, they're both reasonable even together. But I don't think I'll be able to hop on one versus the other in the middle of, of stream issues. Usually the stream goes down and then it's, that's it. And then you have to re-go live and I could jump on the other network and I could I could roll with two. I may do that, but it's not going to help us if we, if let's say Verizon's no better and then it goes down. Every internet service provider is, is going to have some... Good and bad. It's just going to be the, the way it is. And you're subject to using the two or maybe, if you're lucky, three, but probably two options that are available to you. Swaggy dropping in. Uh, Kenny Pete, let me see if I can get to these. Internet fun, says Kenny. Internet fun, says Swaggy. Internet, let's go, says Blackbeard. <laughs> Internet, piggy bank, says Silver. And uh, Pearson says, chat, we out here. Terry drops another internet fund. Appreciate you, Terry. 
<laughs> ISPS uh, says Chucky. Chucky, what do you got? What What do you have? I never heard of that. ISPS, what is that? Thank you guys for dropping that. Vamp, appreciate you. Thank you, Pearson, for becoming a YouTube uh, exclusive member. Okay, let's go to... I don't know if these are old. Kenny? Hey, Smitty, in honor of getting the number one pick in the Throne League, is there any debate at all between the 1 and 12 spot, which I think are the two most desirable positions? I, I think that was a question from the day prior, but it's a great one to bring up again. We are contemplating trading. We contemplated it. Like, let's let's ask right now. Um, we, we contemplated it, meaning like, should we talk about it? But the answer is no. And we did a vote last night. It was un- almost unanimous no. Like a couple people may, it was almost unanimous. Um, like one or two people like the idea of 12. I think I could, I think I could draft a better team from 12. I really do. But I can't say no to JT. And if the draft falls a certain way, our team's going to be absolute fire. So I, I, I can't, I can't turn down myself, JT, but it's not up to me. It's up to you guys. So drop a number. Do you want the one pick or the 12 pick? Drop it in the chat. I'm pretty sure it's going to be almost a unanimous 1.1, which is fine. I don't think I would trade it either. You rarely get the 1.1 unless you can trade individual picks, which we can't. We can only swap draft orders. So we either draft at one or we draft at 12. There's no trading the one pick for two, two draft selections. I like doing that. But I think you rarely get the one pick in a situation where you can't trade outright. You can only trade total draft orders. And I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a mistake to to not take advantage of getting that one pick and rolling with it. Take JT. Let's hope that they screw up in the draft ahead of us and we land two guys we absolutely love. In a worst case scenario, <clears throat> I almost guarantee, almost guarantee, and it looks like it's a, it, there's a couple 12 votes, but it looks like one, 1.1. I almost guarantee that some of you won't like this and some of you will, but I almost guarantee that Josh Allen and, and Travis Kelsey will be available available at 24 and 25 and I know a lot of people want to go late quarterback but getting JT Josh Allen and Travis Kelsey you could arguably have the top player at all three of those positions and have one of the most secure well-rounded teams in fantasy football 2022 uh, and in this league so it's something we should consider if we get to that place and we're looking at in my opinion at a Barkley we're looking at a you know those guys I'd much rather go Josh Allen and Kelsey at 25 and 24 now there are i know this league pretty well they're very running back hungry however there are four new people in this league that may not draft the same as the the individuals that they're replacing so we might see kelsey go at at 2.1 with the new group that we have in there we also have this new group that could throw an elliot in there they could throw a fournette in there definitely could see a couple guys bumping down to where we're like we're, we're sitting pretty at 24 and 25 and we don't even need to go Josh Allen or Kelsey but we'll see we'll see um looks like a, a pretty a pretty hardcore 1.1 versus the other so let's let's stick with the one silver Terry hey Smitty Terry here uh, from Canada um, I would trade the 101 for the 112 in a heartbeat. Uh, at the 101, the consensus number one pick in all formats in uh, fantasy football is JT. And uh, you know what? Pass up on that. I kind of find I'd do a better draft at uh, the 12 position. JT, <coughs> excuse me, uh, 
goes down with an injury or uh, just shites the bed this year for some reason, and it could happen. Now, you look like a genius. Someone else has that problem, and you're uh, getting out of that situation when you're kind of forced to take JT at the 101 because he is the, the consensus number one pick uh, in most, you know, if not in every, every uh, format. Thank you, pal. Um, yeah, I guess I would say this. I, I guess I would say if we're if we take it to the board, <clears throat> here here are the teams that you can build and why I think it should at least be considered. The conversation should be had. People that say Smitty, you be dumb. Like what did Swaggy Swaggy said something like that yesterday. Swaggy, you be stupid to trade or Swaggy said, Smitty, you be stupid to trade it. It's not up to me. It's up to all of us, but I don't think it's stupid to consider it, Swaggy, because look, this is what, this is the kind of team that you're building. So here's the one, the two, the three, the fourth round. You know, JT, if we get sniped to the moon, we're landing an Andrews. And let's just say you guys have been saying Barkley. So let's just put Barkley there. I think Barkley in this league is going to go here. I'm hoping he goes high because I don't want him here. I know that looks pretty decent to a lot of you. But I I do think that you can build a better team if and Swift may not fall either though. So this might not work out like we think at the 12 pick in this particular draft. And and running backs get get grabbed quickly, but again, two new players involved, they could they could go wide receiver. But starting off with Swift and Javante for me is better than starting off JT and Andrews. And the question is, is this benefit of having these two players over JT and Andrews? Because I personally think these guys can rival JT. And I think these guys can out well outperform Andrews, even though it's a different position and you're considering that different position. The question then becomes, does your player here and here, does your player here, let's call this Brees Hall, who I absolutely love. And I don't know that he would fall either in this format either. So it's kind of hard to like predict. But do I think that Hall is better than Barkley or at least equal? I do. That's how I feel. I feel Hall is warranted for this turn pick draft selection. So therefore, these three players, Hall, Swift, and Javante, now those are all three running backs, outperform JT, Andrews, and Barkley. I would rather have Swift, Javante, and Hall. Or or let's say let's say we put DK. DK and Waddle. And then I don't know who this would be. Let's call it Deontay, which I don't know if he'd fall or not. I'd rather have these four players, DK Metcalf, Waddle, Swift, and Javante over JT, Andrews, Barkley, and Deontay. I would take these four right here over those four. The question is, will we get the right players falling? And, do we go like Josh Allen? And I know some of you don't like early quarterback, but I myself love it if you can draft those sleepers later. Like, let's say we get in the fifth round. I don't think Kenneth Walker will necessarily fall as far in this draft either. So if we took him in round uh, four, five, so Ken, uh, let's put Ken Walker in here. If we put Kenneth Walker in a round five, we'd have to reach for him in this draft because they're very running back hungry. Let's say we got Kenneth Walker there then I could get behind a Josh Allen here. And then let's say Kelsey fell. 
because they do let tight ends fall as well. And then let's say right here with this fourth pick, I don't know what player could fall here, but JT, Josh Allen, Kelsey, and Walker, and then a receiver here or running back, whatever, that's phenomenal. So so the one pick could, could end up being just as good, you know, or better. It just really depends on how... Mark Cleveland with a $10 super chat. Appreciate you, Mark Cleveland, you bad boy. You are, because you super chatted over $10 in one super chat, you are in the Cooper Cup League 2, my friend, which is going to be called the No Bench League. And so i got to write down Mark Cleveland's name. Cleveland is in the house. Mark Cleveland. Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate the hard work that you provide this show and this planet Earth, Mark. Thank you so much. Walker to the moon the moon absolutely absolutely to the moon okay where, where else are we uh drew c internet i think i i shouted you out for that thank you drew c for the super chat hunter of you in here please thumb up the 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 like button please deshaun watson the like button please dalvin cook the like but like button just smash it hit that subscribe pulverize button if you're it. new and wipe your feet at the door Get it, get it, wipe your feet. Uh, where are we at? Michael K. CPA. Smitty, Travis Etienne's going mid third round. I think it's gone too high. What do you think? Uh, I think Travis Etienne to the moon. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'll take Etienne at 3.5. I don't have much of a hesitation. Etienne to the moon. Very much can do well from 3.5 very much can hit a home run still from 3.5 etn as your third drafted player michael kcpa is you've just been smitty approved totally fine with it totally fine with it bro absolutely fine with it travis etn has big hands and big energy, and he's fantastic. Fantastic, Michael K. CP. Do you need a job? Do you need a job? I could use good people. I heard you're good people, Michael K. CPA. Asher. Hey, Smitty. I was just wondering if you can touch on the Cooper Cup League and how uh, the waivers is going to work free agency thanks uh you're going to get a hundred bucks to spend all year long you can drop your entire wad on the first ad and then you would in turn have to wait every single waiver period for everybody to clear so if you drop somebody they go on waivers people bid at the nighttime and if the guys that don't get bid on go on waivers the guys that get cut go on waivers uh or the guys that don't get bid on come off waivers and you can basically uh, go ahead, Sil- Silver. Knock that out, Silver. So look for the details on it. Andy. Mac Jones absolutely balled out his rookie season. 3,800 yards, 22 tutties, 13 picks, and a 92.5 passer rating. That's all with a suspect receiving core. That's really strong to me. I also love Thornton coming in as a rookie wide receiver. I know I'm in the minority on this, but I think this kid has a lot of potential. 
Are we sleeping on Mac Jones, or is it we just don't like his potential this year? Or what are your thoughts on Mac? I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think we're sleeping on Mac Jones. Uh, what did, what did you say when you came in here? You said he was balling. Mac Jones, Mac Jones absolutely balled out his rookie season, thirty eight hundred yards. Mac Jones absolutely balled out. I don't know if he balled out, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, Joseph's kind of got me pegged here. I don't hate Mac Jones. I don't hate anybody. Um, but I don't know if I'd categorize him as balling out. It, he seems very limited to me. Like, I feel like Mac Jones is good. But can he ever be an elite quarterback? I don't think so. I think he's going to be an efficient quarterback that's going to do well enough for an offense that really they want to win with the defense, run the football. Are are, are any elite top 10 wide receivers going to be made in in New England in the next five years? Probably not. So I, I don't, I don't think so. Robert says, if my, if my wife walks in on me, Deshaun Watsoning the like button. That will be very hard to explain. I mean, technically he's saying what he's not doing anything wrong to the like button. <laughs> so, Robert, are you really going to be in trouble in a court of law? I don't think so. Claims innocent till proven guilty, Robert. You'll be fine. You send her to me and I'll tell her. I'll say, he is our Michael K. CPA's assistant. He's just checking the books. Uh, yeah, this is a good this is a good example. Kirk Cousins. Sorry, Andrew. I know you sound like you're a big Mac Jones and Patriots fan, so I apologize if that's dumb. I also love Thornton coming in as a rookie wide receiver. I know I'm in the minority on this, but I think this kid has a lot of potential. Are we sleeping on Mac Jones, or is it we just don't like his potential this year? Yeah, we're sleeping on him. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Is, hey, so Gronk is out with the Bucks. Uh, that gives Gage more ball this year, even with Godwin coming back. Where you, where you see Gage? Where, where are we gonna put Gage? I'm not gonna push the the moon button for Russell Gage, but Gage is gonna have a day. A couple. He's gonna have a day, seventeen different times, but. Here's the here's the here's the rub. Pardon the the pun that relates to Deshaun Watson's situation. Here's the rub. Like everyone sees Gage coming. There's no one out there that that doesn't see it coming. No one's if somebody comes out with a hey Russell Gage is a sleeper post. He's not being slept on. Like Gage is not being slept on. I'd venture to say I don't know where his ADP is right now. Uh, let me just see where he, he's really lowly ranked across the industry average, but people haven't updated anything yet. And th- this news today isn't going to hit ADP's, you know, data for a while. I have a feeling people are going to draft gauge so high that I don't know that there will be a ton of upside left. I don't know. We'll have to see. He's a wide receiver three with tons of potential. He's not going around 12 now official. So that's kind of my point is where is he going to go? Is he going to go around seven? Is he going to go around 7 or 8? I mean, are you willing to take him in 7 or 8? I don't know that I can. There's no way he's going in 12 anymore, official. There's just no way. So let's monitor his ADP and and then take it from there because you, you bring up a good point. I like him a lot, bro. 
Real talk, Smitty. Come on. You compare everything everything else. Which voicemail group is the best? Let us know, man. I think our uh, voicemail group is lit. Okay, so let me let me say this. We've got voicemail group number one, which I'm rolling through right now. Voicemail group number two. And we have the graveyard voicemail group. And they're all full of 30 people. Now, group number two is different than group one. But graveyard has some overlap because it's about night shift stuff. So you want real honest talk? Voicemail group two, you guys have been shiotting the bed. Not doing anything for weeks. You're coming strong today. You are beating voicemail group number one today. You haven't in the past, but you're absolutely destroying this 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 day, this Tuesday, uh, June, what is it, 21st? Absolutely proud of voicemail group two. I will say Graveyard is unique in their own way. Graveyard's just crazy. They're, like, they're, they're vampires. They're a bunch of night owls that don't sleep. And I go live because I'm a night owl. That's why we created the graveyard chat. If you're watching and you're a graveyard person, you're up late a lot. And you can leave voicemails for the late night shows. We're talking like past 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern. We're talking about 1 to 2 a.m. Eastern. At least 1 a.m. Eastern. If you're up 1 a.m. Eastern, DM me graveyard. We have like five spots left. These guys live and breathe in the, like I I went live at like 4 a.m. and and some of these guys are jumping into my into my my dynasty live. I, I didn't expect anybody to jump in, but I had to get my dynasty video done. They're crazy, but hey, I will say you guys are really dropping the fire right now in voicemail group two. I'm I'm, I'm I'm proud of you. Okay, so we got both your questions, Terry. Terry's hearing us, Smitty. Speaking about trading that 101 pick, uh, sometimes it's not a bad idea because... Uh, voicemail group one has been destroying everybody, though. Just just saying. I don't want my voicemail group one to be all upset. You guys have been dominating, you know, so... But two is bringing the fire today. They're absolutely on fire. On the consensus of, on all formats, JT is that number one pick. So now let's say you go to that 102, 103, or even that 112... And then that uh, someone obviously takes JT the one on one that you traded with, and for some crazy reason JT just shoots shites the bed this year. You look like a genius for trading that one on one pick. In case that does happen, I, you'll look like a, a genius because you guys are in charge of trading it. I can only coach you along. This is not my my. It's your vote. You guys make every pick in the fantasy football throne. Which starts tomorrow, by the way. The Fantasy Football Throne draft starts tomorrow. We go live at 9 Pacific, noon Eastern to make our pick. We know it's JT, but we're going to go live. We're going to do a little vote here on YouTube. We're going to get all the JT votes collected. And then we're going to punch a button. Should you want to trade to the 12 pick, I'm pretty sure I can make it happen. Is what I'm trying to tell everybody. Because I think the guy with the 12 pick would take the 1 pick. Most people would. But the guy with the 12 pick... He's a Green Bay Packer fan. Maybe I can convince him that Aaron Jones is most most likely going to be there at 24 versus, you know, him having to take him at 13. Like Aaron Jones may not fall, but I'm just saying I can maybe I can maybe sweet talk him into giving that 12 draft slot up entirely for the entire one draft slot. I don't think it's really a great idea because we got the number one overall pick and we should take it and try to run with it. 
But do I like... I, I, I mean, I mapped it out. Do I like the 12 pick? Look at the team that we just drafted with the 12 pick. It's phenomenal. So there's an argument to be made. And I think it's important to have the discussion. But ultimately, let's roll with the one. Let's 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 take what's being given to us. We didn't have the one pick the year prior or the year prior or the year prior. This is our first year getting that one pick. Let's roll. Let's roll, shall we? Let's have a day. Let's draft JT tomorrow. We'll go live at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific to make this selection. Be there. It's an emergency live stream to draft. So we'll be doing it and doing it live. All right, where were we? There's so many voicemails today. Asher? Or did I already play Asher? Okay, so we're back to yesterday. Michael KCPA. I think this is a new one from Terry. Everybody talking uh, quarterbacks, Josh Allen, uh, Burroughs, Mahomes. Uh, why, why, why isn't there any love for Dak? I mean, I've, I've drafted this guy in uh, some drafts already uh, in the sixth round. You can win championships with Dak. And then you, while you're sniping all these wide receivers and running backs from the guys drafting the Mahomes and the Allens early... I'm loving that situation. You can win a championship with Dak. Dak will put up numbers. Dak puts up numbers. He's a fantasy guy. Uh, what do you thought, thought, uh, thoughts on that, uh, Smitty? I think Dak is definitely undervalued, but I don't know that I'm still ranking him any higher than I have him. He's one of those people that I I look at, those players I look at, and I'm like, I'm undervaluing him, but there's no way to move him up. There's no way to make the argument that he should be going ahead of, you know, the top five or six guys in my mind. But he could play that well, so I'm okay with it. I just, I think he's by default always going to fall. Always going to fall, always going to be a value. That's good. It's good news. He's Jalen Hurts. People are going to draft Jalen Hurts over him, and that's okay and understandable. Um, so it's going to continue to happen, I think, bro. Okay, uh, Graveyard's going to try and drop a... A message, I think. Okay, I think we're caught up. Let's go to the phone lines and and answer some phone calls. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial six zero two NFL. Okay. Call into the show. Clear this topic out. And let's hit the the chat until somebody dials in. Uh, Silver, what's up? Michael. Silver's always not allowing them uh, spammers anytime at all. He hits it in like two seconds. Hey, Smitty, what do you think of Chubb value round three? I don't see him going in round three very often at all, broski. I don't ever see Chubb going in round three um i would say if he's in round three the risk is absolutely baked in for sure not even a question i think this is a new message hey guys voicemail one definitely got this also the graveyard shift is on on par let's kill it terry says voicemail group one's beating voicemail group two 
You know what I think? This can include me. Okay? This can include me. I don't have time. I think voicemail group one needs to play voicemail group two in a league. So, why don't you guys set that up? Why don't one of you commission that? I can't be involved. Voicemail group one versus voicemail group two. Um, somebody, somebody take care of that. I'll try and connect two of you. So that, because you're not in the same, you're not going to be able to have the same. Maybe you can create a separate chat for it or whatever. Uh, don't add me. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Somebody wants to do that. I would love to know who's going to beat who. Graveyard Shift, I, they're all by them. They, they have a crossover, so. I don't know about that one. Smitty, Mike, uh, Michelle, or Jacobs this year? Mitchell. I'm sorry, Mitchell. Michelle. Sorry, Michelle. Uh, Mitchell or Jacobs this year? Uh, I'm going to probably say uh, Jacobs is a little safer, like on paper, but I like Mitchell cuffed to the backups more than I like Jacobs. And you could say cuff him to Zamir. I'd be okay with that, but I'm going to go with Mitchell. Honestly, I'd go with Mitchell. I think he's just a tad bit more appealing to me. The Graveyard joined the league. They would they would sweep. Yeah, but there's too many crossovers, so I don't know if they could. Well, you guys do what you want. But voicemail group one should play voicemail group two. And and, and I, could, I can tell you who, you know, two of you could be the co-commish, and you can hand out the link only to you know five other people in your group so like for example in voicemail group two uh i see asher i see currently like always in the chat here i'm just going to name those individuals kevin i see kevin i see um uh lit goat i see michael kcpa michael watley so Michael K C P A Watley, Terry, um, Asher. One of you guys should be, you know, the guy that, that's going to coordinate with the other one of the other guys in the other league. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do you for? Good talk. Call back. Call back if you dare. What's up, pal? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on? How you doing? What's up, man? Who is this? This is Kamal again. How you Kamal, doing? Kamal, what's up, pal? Good. Uh, two players. Leonard Fournette or Aaron Jones? Um, you know my answer. But I'm going to put it up on Lenny or A. Jones. Let me see if I can merge these two calls. What's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. You still there? Uh, I think I hung up. Call, hey, call back, Kamal. I tried to merge the two calls. What's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What is the best way to play in a super flex league is it getting a QB first or getting a running back first or a wide receiver first and do you really trust Tyreek Hill even though that he's the best wide receiver or one of the best wide receivers 
I don't trust it to uh I agree with you. Who who am I talking to? Tyler. Tyler, good questions, Tyler. Uh number one, Kamal, if you keep calling, I'm sorry I'm not answering yet. Um call me back right when this call ends, if you don't mind. Sorry, Kamal. I didn't mean to hang up on you. And then I'll answer your Lenny for Aaron Jones question. But as for this super flex question, it depends on your draft pick, uh, Tyler. So like let me give you an example. If you, I don't know if you can see the the marker board right now that I'm going to show if you're able to or you can re-watch it to kind of see what I'm talking about. But right now, I'm going to show you a, a, a draft board. And on that draft board, I'm going to kind of emphasize why the person with the number one through four overall pick absolutely can dominate Superflex. Just absolute dominate Superflex if you just follow this one simple recipe. Uh, do you know what pick you have? Um, round, I think it's round six. Okay. No, pick six overall? Yeah, six overall. Okay. Um, if you have a top four pick, and I don't know if you're going to get lucky to get one of the top four quarterbacks, you could put Lamar in there, So you know, I, I guess. But once you, once you get one of these top four quarterbacks, so you have Josh Allen, um, you have... Mahomes is the the fourth one probably. Uh, I would say Herbert's two, Josh Allen one. So your top four Q- QBs. I'll just put a four there. So your, once your top four QBs are gone, it's gonna go on a pretty big QB run because people are gonna they're gonna panic unless you know your league really well, Tyler, and they don't draft early quarterback. That's a different story. But in general, you're gonna have such a QB run. That if you have a top four pick and you end up taking, let's just say, Burrow, and you get Burrow, now for you, you're in such a unique situation that you basically are starting the first round. You're getting players that were in the first round in this area where you're drafting. So it's almost as if you're starting a one QB draft over again from that point. You're getting Burrow. Now you're seeing guys like Swift available who were going around one in a in an actual one QB league. You're able to get Javante as well. These are the picks that you would get Javante and Swift at 12 and 13 overall in a regular draft. So by getting Burrow and taking the, the plunge here, instead of taking a JT and then forcing a quarterback like Stafford or someone like that, if you go Burrow, if you go Mahomes, if you go Josh Allen or one of the top four QBs, you could throw Lamar Jackson in there, I suppose, too. And I think you should have a good bet. Somebody might take a non-QB. So I think you'll have a good chance to do that. And then just start your normal draft. You could go quarterback. I would I would flirt with the quarterback in the fourth and fifth round, like an Aaron Rodgers or Brady, if they happen to be there. If not, Davis Mills is a very, very crafty but high-risk QB2 to throw alongside of your quarterback. Um, you could grab a couple guys like that. There might be, a, you know, I don't know how far Trey Lance will fall. It depends on how QB hungry your group is. But you are starting off this, you got to start this second round like it's the first round. And if you draft against traffic, like you are starting the trend up here. And if they all go QB hungry, you're going to be drafting against traffic. That means between your pick and this pick, maybe four non-quarterbacks will go, bro. It's almost as if this didn't even happen. This drafts these draft slots here. It's almost like it didn't even happen. You just all of a sudden are on the clock again. So that that would be my advice. 
Okay, and then do you trust Tanit or sorry Tyreek Hill, even though that he has a horrible situation? Do I trust Tyreek Hill? I don't know if it's horrible. It's not a horrible situation because Miami Mike McDaniel, Miami Mike knows what he's doing. He just doesn't. I think he thinks that he's got a better quarterback than he has. But he, you know, I'm worried like crazy about this guy Tua. I don't think he can feed everybody. But the but the thing is, the one thing, yeah, two. Wait a minute. Tua's great. I got my Tua goggles on. Tua's fantastic. He's the best quarterback in the league. Um, the thing about it is Miami Mike's going to use Tyreek Hill in so many ways, Tyler, that it may help make him back to not where he was when, in KC, but help help him get those those opportunities back that might be divided up differently. But here's what I'll say. I'm kind of with you. I don't know that I'm drafting Tyreek Hill by design in 2022. I find myself drafting him in a lot of mock drafts because he feels like by far the best name and player at at, at a glance. But I'm worried about him getting hurt. I'm worried about, you know, all of his, his speedy play catching up to him. Hamstrings, soft tissue injuries, changing teams, changing playbooks, being just blindly optimistic about Tua. I, I could seriously see this thing backfiring in, in, in Hill and Waddle being the number one wide receiver and Hill missing time. Like, I'm, I'm a little cautious about it. So I agree with you. I don't know it's because Miami might can't get him the football, though. Because I think he can hand the ball off to him, run him, you know, run him like Debo. So uh, I'm definitely not uh, not on board. All right, Tyler, you got anything else? Nope, thanks. Appreciate you, Tyler. Call in any time, man. Appreciate you. Good, two good questions, okay, man. Bye. Later. Okay, Kamal, dial back. I'm sorry, pal. I think that's Kamal. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Is this Kamal? Is this Kamal? This is Chuck. Oh, Chuck. What's up, Chuck? I got a keeper question for you, sir. Kind of a complicated uh, keeper league. Uh, you have a choice of keeping a player in the first five rounds, and if you do that, um, then uh, you can only keep one other player. Or you can keep three if they all cost you uh, a sixth-round picker later. Right now, it looks like I'm going to keep Javante Williams for my 10th, uh, Debo for my 15th, and by the way, this is no PPR, and either Elijah Mitchell for 15th, which would bump down to a 14th, or J.K. Dobbins for a 13th. That's all contingent upon me being able to uh, make a uh, round one pick. I've got some players that I can maybe swap a... Um, a uh, uh, a pick in the first round and get get back to 101 and redraft Taylor. Assuming I can do that, who are my four keepers? Williams for my 10th, Dobbins for my 13th, Elijah Mitchell for my 14th or 15th, and Debo for my 14th well, or 15th. Well, Debo and Javante, let's take them out because they're clearly your keepers, two of your keepers. Um, so you have to choose two more out of – I think you've only given me two. I can keep three um, out of, of these four. Devontae, uh, keep... Dobbins, Dobbins, Elijah, ready, and, and Do- Debo. Dobbins isn't ready. That could change. But, I mean, I just don't trust well, and, him. And I don't have 
I don't I don't have to declare them till just before the draft. Yeah, I think you got to revisit. But this. we have you got to revisit. We have we have wide open free agency in this league and and uh, a player trading right up before the keeper declaration date. So I I think I can finagle things where I can get to 101 by trading another piece um, and uh, swap uh, my 109 for my 101. It's a 10-team league. Yeah, I would do and, that. Uh, I, would, I would do that. that. I would then con- I can redraft Taylor. I would contact your grandma or your uncle, wh- whoever's in this league that's allowing you to draft the Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I haven't won this league, and I can't remember when. Well, that's that's, shame- <laughs> that's shameful. But contact Grams, you know. <laughs> She might be napping right now, but contact Grams when she gets up and see if you can get that one pick. But, yeah, I mean, your, your Debo and Javante are amazing keepers, and then you've got this, like, okay keeper. But I I would probably trade rather than keep either one of them. I like Elijah Moore a lot, but Elijah Moore you can easily draft back. It's not like he's a tough player to draft. So it's not like you got good, great Mitchell. value with either one. Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. I would keep Mitchell over J.K. I still would make the trade to get JT. Okay. I'd make the trade. I would trade either one of them to, to get a pick to pick Brees Hall. You know? Like, I'd rather have Brees what? Hall. Not not, not yeah. over JT, but I'm just saying I'd rather have Brees Hall well over both of those players. You know? And, and he's pretty well, cheap. You know, I, Kenneth I'm, Walker. I'm go. hoping Brees falls to me in, in the third round or maybe the second. Yeah. But, I mean, a pick that can get you Brees Hall. Like, I'd rather have... Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker over J.K. and Elijah Mitchell. So, like, do, do whatever you can do to well, finagle a pick that will allow you to grab that player. Or J.T. in the first round. Uh, unfortunately, after the keepers are declared, all the players are locked. So, Yeah. If you can live with yourself after raking grandma over the coals for J.T., I mean, obviously do that. But but definitely, <laughs> definitely feel like... Uh, Kenneth Walker, a pick that can land Kenneth Walker or Hall should be pretty attainable. The the piece I have that might make the swap is I've got Derrick Henry, who can be kept in the second round uh, at 210 by the guy who has the 101. Yeah. So right. he'll jump on that. All right, Chuck, you got anything uh, else? In order. And that's it, Smitty. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Thanks, Appreciate Chuck. you. All right. Uh, we had a couple people trying to call in. Keep hitting it. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Who here. are we talking to? Hey, Smitty. What's up, bro? It's Unburger. Who is this? Unburger. Unburger. What's up? What's up, bro? You you going to let uh, Jocelyn doing, and Pretty Pretty Richie do you in like that? Being the top Super Chatters of the year so far? Well, you know, you know what, man, I'm, I'm, that that uh, that league you're running, I guess they're saying I timed out, but uh, no, you're on. I, you're on the I, clock. I didn't have no invite to it, man. You're on the clock right now. Well, I don't even have an invite to the league. I don't even have it in my thing. Uh, you gotta check your junk mail. I've sent, I've sent it out, man. Um, uh, let me see if I can what, pause. Uh, this. You know, email. Let me see if I can pause this draft. Uh, you're gonna time out. Uh, timing out Everybody. in less than a minute. Hold on. This is going to okay. be close. This is going to be close. No timer. Turn timer off. Hit save. You... Hit draft. Oh, gotcha. Okay. 
So, Umberger, let me tell you who you got hey, so me? far because you've timed out twice. It's not, I mean, it's not your fault technically, but I have sent the invite out. You got to check junk mail. Um, you okay. so far have. Let's see if you like your team. All right. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. Okay. <laughs> That's like whatever. I mean, is is what it is, I right? I don't I'll, even know what's I'll send you another invite after we disconnect right now. But let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and, and pull. Can, up. can you send it to me through uh, Sleeper Chat? A direct message in the Sleeper. Um, I can, yeah, I can try and, and do that for you. But but you're gonna get an invite. You're gonna get an invite through your email. There's no way to. There's no way to send you an invite. It comes from from my fantasy league. But let let's get your pick taken care of right here. So you're on the clock. You've got Fournette. You got Dalvin Cook. Okay. The top players available are Mahomes, Herbert, Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Jalen Waddle, Lamar Jackson, Keenan Allen, Cam Akers, Kyler Murray, Pittman, DK, Deontay, ETN, Zeke Elliott, Connor, J.K. Kittle, Gibson, McLaurin, DJ Moore, um, Mike Williams, Hollywood Brown. I think I've gone deep enough. But let me uh, let me just make sure there's not J- Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, Mari Cooper. Can you share your screen? You what? On this on your on your stream? Can you share your uh, screen on the stream? Uh, I can I can do a screenshot real quick. Hold on. Sorry, man. I'm just like tying up your show here, trying to get my pick in. That's right, I'm. So okay, I'll, so here, I'll be here, quick though. Here are the players. <laughs> okay. And what's like the settings again? Like, pretty standard scoring: one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and no kicker. But I believe we do have a defense. We got bench spots. All right, I'll, give me T Higgins. Higgins. Give me T Higgins. Yeah. T Higgins. Are you sure? Yeah. F- final answer. Final answer. T Higgins. It is. Unberger has drafted T Higgins. Now I'm going to go. Turn the timer back on. Okay, Umberger, you got any questions for me? Yeah, what do you think about old T. Higgins this year? I mean, he looked pretty good in the season, right? I mean, he's definitely talented. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I like T. Higgins. I think he's capable. I think I did a breakdown on it where I said I think he's getting way overdrafted, T. Higgins. But then I looked at it, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, He's going to get 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards. He's going to get 10 touchdowns. He's going to have 70 to 80 receptions minimum. Like, that's that's borderline wide receiver one or at least elite wide receiver two value. So, like, is he really getting overdrafted? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. I, I just think when I see him go, like, at the turn, two, three turn, it's a little early. Late third. I'm okay with that. Mid third, I feel like it's a little early, but it's arguable. But that's kind of where I, I stand. I'm like, okay, mid third to like early fourth feels perfect, but he's going sometimes earlier than that. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling that like 3.1, 3.2. You know, just like Fournette. Yeah, he's looking at three and like four, Fournette right? Anywhere near. In the third, four. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe fourth round like if you want, but I think Rashad White's coming for his job. Anything else, Umberger? Who is what? You what? 
No, man, good talking to you. Uh, take care. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't don't let Jocelyn and Pretty Richie just school you on top, the top super chat in a single live stream all, all year. Just, you know, a little, little challenge to you, Umberger, in case you go to Vegas and, and you win a bag. Just saying. Yeah, I got to, like, I got to recreate my account here. And, like, I got, like, you know, that time where that one guy or whatever, the clown or whatever, and I toss him some lip and uh, just, chat. Just, and, le- just leave, le- leave other people alone. Let's focus on building this thing up, baby. We got it here. We, we don't need to worry about anybody else, Umberger. You're here. I'm here. Let's do it live. Appreciate you, Umberger. Take care, man. Unburger. Unbelievable. The man, the myth, the legend. Remember when he called in? He was one of the first people to call into the show. We got a we got a, a DJ is dropping a, a super here. $9.99. Anything above $9.99. I mean. Oh. That's me. Button. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. boy. Appreciate you, mashed potatoes. Appreciate you. DJ says, sign me up for the cup number two league, the no bench league. DM me on IG, DJ. DM me on IG. We got Cleveland and DJ Meat Missile. DJ Meat Missile. Appreciate you, buddy boy. DJ Meat Missile. Where's Kamal? I guess I'll answer Kamal's question. Leonard Fournette or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones to me is a borderline middle second round, preferably late second round, preferably, preferably third round player. I understand Aaron Jones going around too. I'm not mad at it. I'm not telling people to take laps. I'm not advising people to avoid Aaron Jones in mid two to late two. Kamal, call back if you're still there. Um, but I certainly feel like it's a little bit of a risk to take Aaron Jones in round two at all. Even at the 2-3 turn, because I, I would do it. Like in the Throne League, if you guys vote Aaron Jones at 24 and he's there, I don't think he'll be there. I think he's getting a little overdrafted is kind of my point. Uh, I'd be okay with it at 24. Like he can earn that. He could ball out. The Packers have to use utilize him in order to, to win games because their wide receiver room is very inexperienced and it's thinned out. And this guy, Aaron Jones, is quite possibly the best pass catcher on the entire Green Bay Packers roster. And if the Packers don't utilize that and, and feed him, and di- that makes room for Dylan behind the, behind the you know, dr- just running up the gut all day while Aaron Jones is on the field potentially at the same time. I, I mean, h- here's the thing. Aaron Jones, as much as I'm cautioning people a little bit about taking Aaron Jones in in the middle two round area, like he's a he's a borderline two three turn for me, and he's going way higher than that. So I usually don't own Aaron Jones, and that's fine. That's by design. But I like him. I like him enough to say he's a two three turn. Leonard Fournette, I wouldn't even draft in the fourth round. I wouldn't draft Leonard Fournette in the fourth round. I don't care what what you tell me. I'm drafting. Kenneth Walker over Leonard Fournette and Kenneth Walker's falling to 6, 7, 8. I'm not saying Fournette can't do it, but he smells like disappointment in 2022. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel about Leonard Fournette. You can't really change my mind. You can disagree with me if you want. You can ride the Leonard Fournette train into the sunset. I'm fine with it. I'm not mad at you. I don't even think you need to take a lap. If you like Leonard Fournette 
in round three or four where his ADP is, how can I tell you to take a lap? I'm not going to tell somebody to take a lap drafting a guy at their ADP. But I'm most certainly not going to be a part of it because I don't like him. I think Leonard Fournette has been... He's riddled fantasy owners with disappointment his whole career on and off. He's seemed to revive himself a couple times, come back from the dead. I get it. There's appeal in a Tom Brady-led offense that now doesn't have Gronk. They may lean on the run a little bit more than normal, but I think Leonard Fournette is going to disappoint. Look, he got ousted out of a, a job in Jacksonville. After giving chance after chance after chance, they finally gave him a final warning. He goes out and gets arrested. Yeah, it was a measly 100 and something speeding ticket, but he got cuffed and arrested after they'd already sat him down and said no more. No more cancer cancer locker room garbage where he becomes a cancer in the locker room. No more off the field issues or anything like that at all. Be a good citizen inside these walls. Don't do anything wrong. He goes out, goes over 100 miles an hour, gets pulled over. Again, not the biggest deal in the world, but it's an example of him not being able to, to get his stuff right. And, 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 and I think that he shows up overweight, dropping footballs to camp recently with Rashad White saying, I'm not here to be a backup. I'm here to start games. I'm here to be the starter. And Tom Brady, word is requested a PPR back to add to this roster because he didn't feel that this was sufficient enough for him from a pass-catching perspective. His running back room was lacking, and he wanted a true PPR back. And if you don't know what time it is, you're not paying attention, you're not watching film, you're not looking at this kid, Rashad White, you don't know what his highlight reels look like, you don't even know his style of play, You think he can't pass protect at all or he can't learn it. You just assume he's going to be garbage at pass protection. You just assume that he's not going to learn that even though other players didn't have a lot of pass protection experience. Come in, work hard, learn it, and become good pass protecting running backs. Just because Arizona State didn't ask him to pass protect as much as he probably should have been, you know, preparing for the NFL. It is what it is. Kenneth Walker didn't pull in passes because... They didn't need him to. He was busy running for 150 to 200 yards. Kenneth Walker was a little tied up, and he didn't get thrown the football. Not his fault. He proved he can catch. Rashad White can move all over the field. Rashad White, like ETN, will be talked about just being scattered all over the field. He's running here, running there. Him and Leonard Fournette, because of Gronk's absence, Leonard Fournette, if they don't move him to tight end, if he keeps gaining weight, Leonard Fournette can be on the field at the same time. Is Rashad White, who gets a moon call. To the moon. I absolutely love Rashad White 2022, and you can get him dirt cheap. Leonard Fournette is not in my top four rounds. I don't care where his ADP is. He's a disappointment waiting to happen, in my opinion. Leonard Fournette is Smitty Disapproved. You've just been Smitty Disapproved. Smitty, Smitty's been watching Rashad White a lot. He's an ASU fan. I trust him on that. You know what? Some people will say that that is a bad thing, that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homer on this particular topic because I'm going to root for my hometown. I'm not. I, like, and I'm not saying you're saying that, Vamp. I'm saying a lot of people will assume that. I don't. I'm not going to talk up. 
I talked about Uke. I understand. I like I like Nikhil Harry. He busted. That was that was on New England too, though. New England completely misused him. There have been good players that have come out of ASU, but it's rare. Like these are three players in the past ten years that have come out that I've really like you know liked a lot. I think Rashad White is special. If in the right spot, and he is. That's what we kept saying all offseason. If in the right spot, we're going to love him. He's in the right spot. He's in the right spot. And I think he's going to ball out. Um, Brian's Maddie didn't get uh, Fournette in the Cup League. I wouldn't be mad. That's, that's, a, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right, guys, I appreciate all of you. We've been live for an hour and 45 minutes today. Um, Good show. Monday through Friday, I'm live 7 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. Your boy Smitty is here for you. I work for you, and I go live whenever there's breaking news. Today was an exception. Today, I knew the moment I stepped out of the studio for about a two- or three-hour period, it takes care of some meetings and things for the show. I'm trying to organize a few sponsorship and affiliate uh, advertising stuff I stepped out uh, for uh, about a two to three hour period and instantly Gronk retires and there's more Watson news and I'm like you got to be kidding me I'm sitting here on call all the time for this stuff and I knew it was going to happen but I'll be here tomorrow we're doing an emergency live stream at noon eastern tomorrow a planned emergency live stream at noon eastern tomorrow 9 p.m uh, 9 a.m pacific doing the throne draft we have the number one overall pick We'll be voting on it. Get to thefantasyfootballshow.com for your one-on-one text advice, rankings, bold predictions, and to click on the underdog link. Get out of here. Thanks, Denny. Appreciate you. Denny, I appreciate you appreciating me. I'll look into that, man. Catch you later, Bubba. Deuce, bro.